Good morning, and welcome to your Friday Five, a weekly newscast from the Boston University News Service. It's October 4th, 2019. I'm Susanna Sudborough, Managing Editor. And I'm Hannah Harn, Assistant Managing Editor. Today, we'll take a look at our top stories from this week, including the anniversary of the Newbury Street School of Fashion Design and our favorites from Hub Week. Let's get started so you can start your day. Music, food, art, and innovation came together at the foreign-born, Boston-built, immigrant-led event on Tuesday night to kick off Hub Week, an annual tech and culture fair in Boston's Seaport District. Amid the bustle of Hub Week events, Carolina Garcia had a mini outdoor kitchen set up where she served her restaurant's specialty dish, arepas, a small cornflour patty stuffed with fillings such as cheese, plantains, beef, and vegetables. According to Garcia, not a day goes by where arepas are not enjoyed in some Venezuelan households. Garcia's former spouse, Jose Colmenares, assisted her at Hub Week and is a regular helper with the restaurant. According to Colmenares, Garcia was invited to serve her food at Hub Week through connections she made in her previous entrepreneurship program endeavors. We try to let people know that Venezuela exists, said Garcia. That's our flavor, that's our roots, and that's why we love to have our food as a window to the people. This story was contributed by Zoe Pentazelos as part of our Hub Week coverage. Velvet ropes and a red carpet opened onto the Newbury Street sidewalk last Wednesday night, beckoning fashion fans to enter From the Vault, a Boston Fashion Week event celebrating the 85th anniversary of the School of Fashion Design. Faculty, alumni, current and prospective students, and Boston Fashion Week goers mingled as old Hollywood jazz played. Backstage, volunteering students and models prepared to show the donated vintage pieces. Guests marveled at black and white photos of past students lining the walls. In the photos, students modeled their designs outside the school. The fashion may change over the years, but Newbury Street looks the same. Though vintage fashion still plays a significant role in their current curriculum, said Judy Ross, the School of Fashion Design's executive director. Student Stephen Pasquale recently presented a collection at Style Week based on the 1920s, which Ross showered with praise in her opening speech. All of the vintage garments in the fashion show would be up for auction in December to raise money for the school, Ross said. This story was contributed by Pooja Patel. A wearable epilepsy monitor that aims to revolutionize the detection of seizures by immediately alerting caregivers was demonstrated at Hub Week on Tuesday. Chelsea Tengrove, a program manager for Empatica Inc., explained how the wearable wrist device monitors the skin and assesses the flight-or-fight response of the nervous system. Tengrove also showed off the Mate app, which acts as a smart seizure diary. If the watch detects any seizures, they will be inputted into a 24-hour clock on the app, allowing doctors to get a better picture of what the user's seizure activity really looks like. The Embrace 2 model of the device has been cleared by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and Tengrove suggested that personalized, preventative, and predictive medicine is the future of healthcare, and that compact devices may become a major focus in the field. This story was contributed by Allison Rodriguez as part of our Hub Week coverage. If you were in Boston this summer, you probably remember the red line derailing. How would you rate the red line's performance that day? According to the MBTA's self-evaluation on its performance dashboard, it was a 93.31. It was one of the three highest scores in June 2019, and higher than that of the day before and after the derailment. 
With high performance scores over 90 for its patchy service, the writers of the MBTA question its metric for self-evaluation. It doesn't reflect my horrible, horrible experience at all, said Anne Maria, who has commuted with the red line for more than 30 years. It has only gotten worse for the past 30 years, and it gets a 90? It doesn't make any sense. Despite the acknowledgement of the inherent flaws in the MBTA's scoring system, Boston University News Service analyzed 14,398 peak and off-peak daily subway reliability scores from January 2016 to April 2019 and found the most and least reliable lines. Based on the current data from the MBTA, sad news for Green Line riders. The Green Line turned out to be the most unreliable and the Blue Line the most reliable. This story was contributed by Yoon Choi for our Weekly Wonder Data Project. Last but not least, the world of music where you can get lost to your own beats and dance like no one's watching was just a headset away at the opening of Hub Week 2019. This year, the festival that celebrates the intersection of art, technology, and culture changed its tradition of being held at Boston City Hall Plaza to the up-and-coming modern and developing neighborhood of the Seaport District. Surrounded by shipping containers painted by artists, a beer garden, and other Hub Week pop-ups, the annual Silent Disco featured dancers wearing light-up headphones moving to soundtracks that were being spun by three DJs. That's the beauty of Silent Disco. It allows the visitors to choose music that caters to their personal preference. It was so much fun to have three colors and the coating was perfect, said Sam Hinks, a Silent Disco fan. They played a lot of my favorite songs from Swedish House Mafia and Avicii. I'd come back without a doubt. This story was contributed by Ria Haria as part of our Hub Week coverage. And that's it for your Friday Five. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. For the full versions of this week's stories, visit bunewsservice.com podcasts and click on today's episode. We'd like to thank today's contributing writers, Zoe Pantazelos, Pooja Patel, Alison Rodriguez, Yun Choi, and Ria Haria, as well as our production team. This week's episode of Friday Five was produced by Hannah Harn. And be sure to check out our latest episode of Between the Bylines, where we sit down with our contributors to discuss our top stories through the lens of student journalism. Visit us online at bunewsservice.com slash podcasts for more information. Mm-hmm.